Do you see them? Yes! That boy needs therapy. Psychosomatic. That boy needs therapy. Talents. Hey everyone, welcome back to Talcast. Um, episode one went on the internet, and now it's out for people to listen to, and some people listen to it, I think, which is cool, and I'm grateful for that. Um, I made some improvements for episode two. I'm using a different mic because there was like some static something going on, and I think it's gone. Um, so yeah, I hope that it's better. The other thing I'm going to improve on, and I'm making a conscious effort to do this, is not to upspeak. <laughs> which is something that I did way too much in the intro of the last episode. You know what I'm talking about where people are like, this is important and you need to listen to what I'm saying. And it's basically the most annoying thing ever. So I'm not going to do that anymore than I naturally do just to sound like a thought leader on a podcast. Um, unfortunately, a lot of the podcasts that I listen to are by like tech dudes who made it big from Silicon Valley. So I think that I was mimicking that a little bit and I'm going to stop. <laughs> So that's a promise. Another thing that I want to say before I get into the context of this current episode is that I'm so grateful for the people who reached out with encouraging words after listening to the first episode. It's kind of an intense story from an intense, sort of sad part of my life. But I want to let you know that I am like so happy right now. I live in New York. Um, I sleep in a bed. I have my four guitars right next to me some posters of my favorite bands on the wall. I go out and I get bagels and pizza, and I'm a musician, and I'm sexy, and everything's great. So I just want to let you know that I appreciate the words of encouragement and the thoughts, and it means a lot, but don't worry about me too much. Um, worry about me a little bit, because you know I'm, I'm a little neurotic and dramatic, but aside from that, things are going great, and I'm grateful for you all, and I love you. Okay, so this new episode of Talcast, talk, I'm going to talk about another song that I wrote called Robot Girl. In the future, it's not necessarily going to be just me talking about just my art, but for the sake of starting up, I'm going to be talking about my music and writing some little mini essays to describe them. Um, the disclaimer for this episode, and I guess it could go for the last episode as well, is that even though... I have a particular inspiration and like thematic meaning behind the songs that I write. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's what the song should mean for you. Um, the reason I'm doing this is because with my favorite artists, I love to hear the backstory behind songs and I love to hear what inspired them to create something. But that being said, those songs that I've heard from my favorite artists have a specific meaning in my life that is quite different probably than the inspiration behind the song. And I think that's how art is supposed to be. I don't think we're supposed to really take ownership of it. So keep that in mind. If these songs mean something else to you, that's just as valid. And I don't really know why I felt the need to say that, but I did. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it. So let's get into talking about my little song called Robot Girl. You are going to die. Welcome to being a human being. You could bite the dust violently 30 seconds from now via a painful heart attack. Or you could die peacefully while in your sleep 90 years from now. Life is beautiful, but whether we want to admit it or not, our fragile mortality looms over us, a grim and challenging motivator. 
We, the human race, cope with the realization of our collective impending death in a myriad of ways. We are different from other animals in our conscious awareness and creative approaches to existence. However, we are nothing if not extremely predictable. A pattern I've noticed between people is we all have a burning desire to be remembered. Our ego becomes conscious of death and our finite amount of time to make something of our lives. If we can't live forever, we might as well live a life worthy of emulation, or, at the very least, a discussion around our posterity's futuristic dinner table, right? The quest for remembrance isn't a novel pursuit. We find its evidence in the oldest recorded human story, the Epic of Gilgamesh. Yep, I went to college. Sparknotes version of the story. Gilgamesh is two-thirds god and one-third human. He is powerful and builds cities and gets all the girls he wants. He finds a friend, and they go get lit together as powerful demigods. But then his friend suddenly dies. In his grief, Gilgamesh becomes obsessed with avoiding death and becoming completely immortal, not just two-thirds. He goes on a few quests to prove to the gods that he deserves total immortality, but he fails all of them. Here's the important part. Dejected, he returns to the city he helped build and realizes that his only shot at something like living forever is becoming beloved in the hearts of the members of his community and building a city that will ensure he is talked about as a guy who did cool things for generations to come. Subsequently, he finds some peace in knowing he might be remembered. Story over. It seems that since the beginning of time, humans have wrestled with death, but settled for fame. Gilgamesh built a city and got a story. Columbus sailed across the ocean and got a monument. Kim Kardashian made a sex tape, and she got a skincare line and 190 million Instagram followers. But most of us don't make it big. We struggle for notoriety, and our story reads more like Of Mice and Men than Oprah's memoir about giving away free minivans to 500 middle-aged women. If only we could take the feeling you get from synthetic immortality and make it accessible to everyone. Oh wait, Mark Zuckerberg already did that. It's called social media. Admit it. You're in love with your phone. I know I am. During quarantine, my daily screen time averaged six to eight hours. This is pathetic insanity. I was spending up to 56 hours a week clicking and swiping my way into a dopamine-fueled addictive rabbit hole. Lots of people blame technology and social media addiction on ultra-intelligent algorithms, saying we're defenseless against the smarts of Silicon Valley. I got news for y'all. This ain't it. We're not addicted because the computers are smarter than we are. We're not just mice hitting the cheese because it feels good. I think it's something else. We're hooked because just like Gilgamesh, we're on a quest to outrun our mortality, and that little black square just so happens to be the best thing that 2020 has to offer. Did I start scrolling more during a global pandemic because I was more bored than usual? Or was it because thousands of new COVID deaths were reported each day, and I needed to forget that I too could die? Maybe, if enough people liked my photo or listened to my song, it wouldn't matter if coronavirus took me. I could still be immortal. Or at least there would be a digital immortal version of me. One that I'd spent years uploading to the cloud. All of the best angles of my face, all the best takes of a guitar riff, all the happiest versions of me and none of the depressed ones. An amalgamation of everything I felt like the world needed to see to make me eligible for pseudo-immortality. Fame. Hey, at least I haven't made a sex tape yet.
But what happens when you log off after a few hours of scrolling to find yourself alone in a bedroom? Does the blue light keep your brain awake long enough for you to remember that you are still mortal? Do you crave the soft hug of a fellow human being instead of the fake embrace of a new follower who rarely thinks of you? Man, I think it's time for me to get a new girlfriend. everyone thanks for listening to talcast episode two i love you so much follow me on the social media (laughs) which is ironic given the context of this episode but gotta do it it's at tal haslam t-a-l-h-a-s-l-a-m you could find my music on literally any streaming platform um what else should i say yeah i don't know like and subscribe like and subscribe like and subscribe don't spend too much time on your phone go listen to a record go for a run Go make out with someone. You're awesome. Bye!